I am John, Wookiee impersonator and a Ladrin warlock with the Warriors of the Stars. Along came Jason, my bearded friend. Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I want to make a podcast! Only two others share this secret. Eric of the Loch Ness and Jacob. Together we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show! I think they got him. (laughs) All right, here we go. Let me set the stage for you out there in the geeky world. This here's the Super Awesome Geek Show, and I'm John, the host, and with me today we've got a great bunch of fellows. Today we've got... Mike Mun, Munns, like buns, but Munns, on the Super Awesome True. Big Show. And he is a local author here. Say hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. <laughs> That's the first time anyone's ever done that. <laughs> ever. Yes. <laughs> and we've got Dean Richard Smith here, or Des. Richard, right? I, I just have a confusing name. Just I'll answer to anything. <laughs> and Christina Pryor's here with us today. Say hello, Christina. Maybe she died. <laughs> hmm. Did did the wind get Christina? <laughs> Something's got her. Yep, she did. <laughs> Don't be dead. So, Am I back? There ah. she's back. She's alive again. How's it oh feel? my god. I'm back from the dead. I'm a ghost. Well, we just wrote you off as dead as soon as you disappeared. <laughs> we we went right to the worst. I don't know. Sorry. Oh, I just went electrocuted myself just for the fun of it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's electrifying. So hi Christina. Welcome to the show. Hello. How's things? Uh Things are good. I just finished an amazing book. So I am, my mind is somewhere there, as it usually is when I finish a book. Speaking of amazing books, I hear of a price drop in one. Anyone want to tell us about that? Yeah, uh, some some cheap bastard dropped the the price of their book. Uh, No, seriously, what what happened, this is Dean, by the way. Yeah, I figured since everybody has a ton of money that they have to spend this year on really good superhero movies, which we'll talk about here in a second, I'm sure, um, that I I dropped the price of my short story collection from six bucks or whatever it was down to three. So if you're if you're looking for a great science fiction read, uh, 3024 AD is is $3 on Amazon now. So please go buy it and tell all your friends. That's all the self-promotion I'm going to do. I'm just going to let Christina talk about it because she's like the biggest fan I have and she'll tell you how awesome <laughs> tell everybody T- tell everybody about Dean's book no 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 I'm just saying everyone should <laughs> yeah like pass it on everyone to all, out there everyone out there pass it on to a friend I, w- I want my three year old book to be an Amazon bestseller tomorrow just <laughs> every new release I just want to crush everybody crush them you know that's that's everybody's hopes and dreams crush the little people on their way to the top well, I'm, I, I still am like a little person in the book world, so. <laughs> He's been crushed a lot. I've been crushed. <laughs> it's like high school all over again. Let's give Michael a turn. He's got a book out there. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't want to steal his thunder. <laughs> <laughs> and his is on sale too. Yeah. Is, is it, it really? No, really. Is it really? In a massive copy cat attempt. Well, actually, not really. But <laughs> the yes, the the price on A Memory in the Black, which is my second sci-fi novel, uh, has also dropped to about three dollars. Completely independent of Dean, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the, the first book was at three, and they published or bumped it out to five. So I figured, hey, let's drop the other one down, and and there it is. So, yeah. And again, that's all the plugging I'm going to do at this point in time. But people seem to like it. Yeah. And as a reader, I can say I have not read those yet, but they're in my queue. I had to read Zeus first. Yeah. Awesome. So oh, that, got, go buy that one, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Also a good book. So the next thing I want to let you guys in on is we're going to do a couple of things that I've got announcements here before the show. It's kind of a, a, a thing that we don't usually have, but I have some. So we have yeah. been asked, there, an anonymous source had approached me through email and said, I saw this random thing a few years back of an, a reward for making a Chewbacca Wookiee roar over a phone. And it turned oh. out to be that it was an April Fool's joke played on some dude. Oh, God. You know, it's so uh, it was a terrible April Fool's joke, and apparently the guy got phone calls for months, and uh, we were one of them because we were wondering about the, the Wookiee roar contest and had mentioned it on the show, I got you know, way back then. <clears throat> and uh, so someone <laughs> said, I want to do this for real this year. And he goes, will you guys be the judge? And he's giving away a $50 reward nice. to the person who does the best Wookiee roar over this phone number. And we get to be the judges. Now, so, I have to ask, did you did you check out the number first? Yes, I actually called it. <laughs> I called it, and it seems legit. And I left my uh, Wookiee roar on it and then and, and said that, you know, but this is John. Don't It doesn't count. <laughs> and actually what it was was I put my Wookiee... Uh, I was about to ask that if you put your mask on. Yes, I put the mask on and did it. And he didn't think it was the the mask. He thought it was really me. <laughs> so this is about what I left on the message. <laughs> that actually brings up like how how do people judge? I mean, if it's just on the phone, how can what if they're what if they do get something like that and just record Chewbacca? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He won't know. <laughs> we won't know. Well, we'll just have to have a discerning ear and be like, "That's from the movie." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I figure we might as well give the number out. And oh, by the way, I have had one uh, interaction with the guy since the phone number went live. And he said that some of the messages have nothing to do with Wookiee roars. <laughs> and they are so hilarious. <laughs> He's like, I have been dying listening to some of these messages that have nothing to do with Wookiee roars. There have been seven entries to the Wookiee War contest. There was something like seven or eight crazy messages also when he first put it up. So, But I'm sure by now there's a lot more. Because I've actually started seeing this flyer all over town, taped to oh. <laughs> buildings, taped to street poles. Uh, so, and the guy just told me the other day when I when he contacted me again here, the other day that uh, to tell me about the messages, he said that he actually mailed it out to all the news and newspapers and radio <laughs> stations and things like that. So, 
um, yeah, this might get some wide berth. But he said it all comes in MP3 format, and he'll send us all the files, and then we can just play them over the show and judge them. So, so we're going to have, like, two and a half hours of I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, we'll have to see. But if any of you want to try it out out there in the geeky world, the phone number you can call is 206-400-7856. Again, that is 206-400-7856. And leave your Wookiee Roar name and number, contact info, and they'll get you in the contest, I guess. Hey, John, I didn't quite catch that number. What's that number again? Oh, that number is 206-400-7856. Okay, got it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I didn't write it down this time. Just kidding. You can just listen to the recording one more time. (laughs) 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 And then the second thing I want to tease is... uh, this is going to be a thing. I think we have the final, the final, 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 final name, finally, for this. Because we've switched names a number of times. But the exciting news is that I have been helping Chris Perillo, who is spearheading, and here's the final name, the Star Wars Independent Fan Interactive Summit. Wow. Or for short, it's the Swi-Fi Summit. Oh. <laughs> and we're calling it Swi-Fi. Something. We're calling it the Swi-Fi Summit, and that's what it's Swi-Fi stands for, but it's just going to be called Swi-Fi Summit for real because we can't use any of the other names or words that we've tried to pick. <laughs> You'll get sued. We were blocked uh, um, every turn when we picked... Even like Cantina or for, the Fan Force, you know, nope, can't use it. Lucas Lucas Arts at one point sued the medical profession for coming out with something called a lightsaber that was like a laser scalpel. So I think they're they're pretty protective of their copyrights. <laughs> I see. Like if, if they're yeah. not letting the entire medical industry off off the hook. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to let us oh, beginners off the hook. So our tentative dates for that right now, it's it's just about completely locked in, but there could be one little hiccup, but we'll just leave that. It's August 13th and 14th at the Pacific Science Center in Seattle. And nice. our goal is to have anyone and everyone, especially in the Seattle area, who is uh, a creator in some way, shape, or form of any kind of Star Wars content... And anyone in the sci-fi world, and it's kind of like our initial idea was a creator summit where everyone would get together and get to meet each other and maybe mingle and help each other out in some ways. And, and such places such as Funko are already in on it. So, I mean, it's nice. not just going to be small. It'll be big. I'm talking to Hasbro to see if I can get them out here. We're talking to a couple of voice actors to see if we can get them to come from Rebels. Uh Few, uh, uh, you know, uh, people from outside of Washington. We're trying to get some big names to come in who are work in the Star Wars industry in some way. You know, like maybe maybe we can get Fantasy Flight Games. Maybe we can get some EA games there and have Star Wars Battlefront on showcase and meet some of those guys that do that. You know, so but they said it was a little bit cheaper if we opened it to the public. 
so uh, this will actually be a public event, which means now we're having vendors and tables and all kinds of stuff as well. Wow. Uh, and we're going to be have like a little collection museum where local members of the clubs here in Seattle can bring a key pieces to show off. Because I'm sure there are some people, especially kids out there listening, who have never ever even seen an original Star Wars figure in a package or something like that. That we thought people would be interested in actually seeing some of this stuff. So we're going to set up a little museum and uh, yeah, I have a lot of contributors from the various star Wars clubs in the area, as well as the podcast <laughs> hosts around Seattle for star Wars podcasting and other things will all be involved in some local stores and things like that. So that's kind of a little tease. We'll have more news on that as Chris and I get going down the road again, you know, it's something that Chris Perlow spearheading and I'm helping him out to try to, get this thing moving along and make it work. So that's awesome. And I'm sure anyone here involved in the, in the geek show that is uh, involved with us that wants to, we can get you in there. And if you want to help out or do something, I'm sure we'll have plenty of things for plenty of people to do. (laughs) So yeah, no matter where you are in the world, listening to the super awesome geek show, keep August 13th and 14th free. And then come on down to Seattle and join the star Wars summit. Well, the Swi-Fi Summit, as we're calling it. And we will all uh, have fun geeking out Star Wars for a day together. So, Tyler, you just popped in. How you doing? I'm doing all right, my main man. How about you? We're doing all right. You're a little close to the mic, I think. Am I? I, I I'm talking directly into my phone right there you, now. That's, that's, that's a little better. That's a little better. Yeah. Okay. I thought well, he might have you like go. a Vader-style breathing mask or something. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, is this better? <laughs> <laughs> Do Wait. a look Tyler. Uh, start talking like Kylo Ren. <laughs> you guys uh, see the latest legal process? <laughs> so I'm voting for Donald Trump. Oh, God. He, he could almost be him. He's Tyler Ren. <laughs> uh, hey, I have daddy issues, too, so that works. <laughs> <laughs> awkward laugh, awkward laugh, awkward Come laugh. over here, I'm gonna give you a big scar straight down the front of your face. So you'll look Yay. like he looks in the future movies. Yay. <laughs> awesome. So what's new? So we were talking about the uh you know, the Swi Fi convention that Chris Perillo spearheading. I've been help trying to help him out. We're gonna do that August fourteenth or thirteenth and fourteenth at the Pacific Science Center. Yeah, we've been talking about the Chewbacca Wookie Roar contest that is for real this I time. I saw that. Yeah, you did see yeah, it. That... You did see a flyer, did you? Or a post oh, on, yeah, online or something? Okay. Or your. Well, I saw your post on. Uh, yeah, I saw the twit that got tweeted with the on the the birdie, and <laughs> I think I saw an actual physical one when I was walking down over by uh, Bellevue uh, ish area pretty recently. Yeah, they've been going up all over. The guy even ma- mailed them to uh, the local newspapers, radio stations, and television stations. So, really, I mean, he's he's trying to get this out there. And he's actually giving a fifty dollar reward. It's kind of a yeah. Well, wicked awesome. I know, so wicked. That's a guy who's actually really taking it very seriously. Yeah. Oh, and the announcer, the winner will be announced at high noon on April eleventh, twenty sixteen, at the Cal Anderson Park Fountain. Oh, wicked. And they must be present to win, he says, because he doesn't want to have to mail this thing out. Ah, uh, <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. So I guess it's only for those of you in the Seattle, Bellevue, whatever you want to call it area. Pugetopolis, they call it, right? Yes. Yep. We, the the fancy and footloose and free, called it. 
just as such. What what Pugets? Pugetopolis. Yes. Pugetopolis. <laughs> that sounds yes. a little awkward though. Oh no. <laughs> Something it's that peons unfortunately don't understand, of course. We we have the Puget sound. Or yes, not, that I'm not, aware of. Is it really called the Puget sound or is it like the Puget or Puget or How Puget. long have you lived here? I'm, I'm, <laughs> fifteen maybe years, that's it. Oh, just fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> it's really Puget sound, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, okay, it's Puggle right. sound is what I call we've, it. We've all been <laughs> on you this whole time, John. <laughs> With enough books I've listened to, I, I kind of, and for many authors that decide to base their books in Washington, I mean, I feel like I've lived there. <laughs> yeah, yeah really well, so does, so does E.L. James. That's, oh, that's worked out splendidly for her. Those weren't great. <laughs> those were amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Those, everything <laughs> from start to finish. Those things are a roller coaster ride of intensity. The first one, you're like, whoa, you think you know what's going on. Then the second book, you're like, wait, what am I reading? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so dead serious right now. You are. I'm so dead serious. We can tell. Because you think it's one thing, and then the second book, I'm dead serious. The only reason I know about this, I swear, is because of my girlfriend. And I mean, of course, everyone's read these things. Of course. But right. so did serious the car chases and I think that there was like a, a something crazy else supposed to happen in the second book too. But it's crazy, man. It's it's so crazy. I, I, you I think the craziest the craziest thing about those entire books is the notion that uh, any tech billionaire in Seattle owns a tie. <laughs> That's, That's very that, fair, it, actually. And how with balls that you see out in the all over of Seattle and you know, what mm-hmm. aliens? Yes, apparently oh, I read them. So and help me, everyone. You're my only hope. Christina, uh-huh. stop. Yeah, we're we're, we're we're losing you. <laughs> They're horrible. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're almost back. <laughs> You're kind of coming back. We're losing you out into the wi- in the what do they call that? The the, fi- the Wi-Fi with the internets and the connections and the space. Ether. Yeah. Has, Galact- yes, has Galactus started we'll eating? Slow down with the technical terms, Tyler. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, guys. It's just it's an off day. It's been raining. Galactus was destroying Seattle today. What are you talking about? It's been raining. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> That wind was crazy. I just saw these big hands coming down. It was like gushes of wind everywhere as he sneezed. I'm like, geez. Yeah, everyone's talking about that. I don't see that anywhere, honestly. I'm down here in Renton, and I'm not really seeing much at all, but everyone's talking about something about flying uh, people on bicycles. Yeah, it was nuts down here. I mean, it was enough that it, we were, you guys were down for a little while, huh? Yeah, I, we lost just the internet for. I don't know. I, I took a nap after I lost internet, so I can't tell you when it came back. Sorry. <laughs> Darn it, John. Yeah, I have, I have a habit of being like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. That's uh, I do that kind of while I'm at work. Yeah, okay, good. That's the well, best the problem is, is that I nap. drive, so I can't really... It's kind of a bad idea. You should not be napping while you are driving, no. <laughs> no, it's cool. Like, no, 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 no. I'll explain. I'll explain. My eyes are, like, majoritively closed. Majoritively, I don't know if that's a word. Majoritively closed. Uh, and what are you driving? Cool. What are you driving around? Bunny rabbits or? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I got. You've never seen my car, have you? 
I don't think so. So I recently purchased a 1999 Ford Crown Victoria. Nice. An old cop car. Yes. So, and it doesn't and have, is it, is it the white one with the 12s all over it? No, but I've seen oh, those guys okay, everywhere. Okay, 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 all right. No, 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 no. All so right. I've always wanted one, but I had a really great uh, recommendation from a friend pretty recently to deck it out with Gotham PD all over it. Oh. <laughs> but then you... I found out you can't have, like, PD or police, like, on it at all. Otherwise, you will get in trouble. Really? So what? So I'm just what gonna, yeah. So what are you gonna put on it? Just probably Gotham. just like Gotham. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's a serious limit of like what you can do, I guess, to uh, deck out a uh, Ford Crown Victoria. I just got it, so I'm like, oh my god, all these new things. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm really pumped about it. I'm gonna put the bat signal on it. That's cool. Yeah. Wouldn't it be worth it though to to totally deck it out like that and get a full like gotham pd uniform and pull people over like just for a day it'd be so worth it if i it would be worth the arrest for impersonating a police officer and a felony in over 52 states in america there's only 50 states in america so those other two are really (laughs) he doesn't know about the secret two states (laughs) okay Okay. why why don't we talk to our lord and savior donald trump and i think we'll get his opinion on the matter here puerto rico is owned by the united states correct Thank you. Uh, click. <laughs> they want to become a state, I think. Not sure. if Trump's elected. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That'll never work. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, never mind. Never mind yes. on that. We're, we'll, we're just keep, we'll, we'll go right over that and just keep going on with geeking out about stuff. So today, we got a, we got a, you know, we had a good idea. Christina said, why don't we talk about a few of the things that are like sort of coming back that were, you know, in our in, in in years past were really popular and are now coming back, you know, kind of like we saw a little bit of a resurgence of popularity in uh, Back to the Future, you know, when we had sort of like Back to the Future Day because we finally caught up to it in 2015, right? Sure. And then, like, now we're seeing, you know, like this week we had what? We had the Ghostbusters trailer, you know, and it mm-hmm. said 30 years ago these guys saved New York City and now another group are taking the call. And, you know, so, uh, you know, we've got this new group of Ghostbusters. And then uh, what was the other one? He-Man's coming back to a movie. We're Are you serious? Actually, yeah, they're seriously yes. doing another He-Man oh. movie. A- animated or live action? Live action. I don't think Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. No, yes. I, don't, I don't think it's Dolph. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but uh, maybe he could be Beast Man. We'll see. So awesome. Future generations of little boys feeling insecure about their muscle mass and everything else about their body. Yes, yes I'm so pumped. <laughs> All right. I, I just did a, a we, we live tweeted that with some of the people from a blog I write for uh, the 1989 version that Dolph Lundgren was was on Netflix. And we just did a live tweet on it. And, Isn't it oh awesome? God. It's so awesome. I just it's, it's so it's wonderful. I don't know why I bother to watch any mo- other movies ever. I, I should just watch that one forever. It's, What's his name? Gilbo? Gilmo? Gilbo? Yeah. Something. I, the little yeah. little troll guy? I don't know. I think it's Gilbo. Gilbo? He's like, stop it, you'll break it. It's musical. <laughs> Perfect. I actually walked into a uh, comic shop in Hawaii pretty recently, actually over Christmas. And he was and in I there? In... Oh, no! Oh, oh. I, th- I thought that's where the story was going. I... Darn it, man. Now, I, now my, my story is boring. Dang it. No, it was just on the TV. Shoot. Thanks, John. All right, oh, oh. click. 
I ruin all of Tyler's things. See, that's why like, we get oh, thank you. That's why we get along so great, Tyler's, because you start something cool and I ruin it for you. You do, and it's yeah. that's how this relationship works out so well. It's like a long-lasting marriage of one person who's just so tired of that crap, <laughs> one person, and one person who just thinks it's hilarious, right? Yes, uh, you're you're sitting there in the corner with a big old smirk on your face, and I'm just sitting there like, mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. How am I gonna shoot this guy? <laughs> Uh, but on the on the note of stuff coming back, uh, Spaceballs Two is happening. No, seriously, uh, I thought that was I, just a joke. I, I don't know. I I heard it was it was real. Maybe it's maybe it's not. But Ugh, I hated that movie. <laughs> oh my god, there's another one of us. It's, I thought I was the only one. Is it going to be called the Ball like the, Menace? What is it? No, oh, it's uh, oh. it's the quest for more money. The quest for more money. Okay, there we go. <laughs> That's. Funny. That, that fits actually. That's yeah. very funny. I like that. Is Mel Brooks back? Yeah. Let's see how from I. The yeah. From the Snow. It's it's really impressive. Spaceballs the movie. Spaceballs. I'm not a fan. It's like the only oh, Mel Brooks movie. I've, it's the only Mel Brooks movie I've ever seen that like by Mel Brooks that I just did not like. Really? Yeah. It's it's my yeah, least favorite. Like is but yeah. Huh. I don't know. I think that's interesting that everything's kind of resurging yeah. like right now. I feel like you see things like... Well, even Weird Al's listening. in the news again. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, he, yeah. He's been on TV on a couple different of the of the uh, TV shows, like the sitcoms and stuff. And he did mm. that commercial, I think. I don't, I don't really know what's going on. I feel like people are just running out of ideas. So they're like, just, just do it, man. Plus, I mean, these things already have an established cult following. So they don't have to try to pitch it, sell it. All yeah. they have to do is just announce it, and then you're good to go, and that sells itself. Yeah, and the people who are buying this stuff who are in their 30s and 40s all remember all this from when we were younger. So oh, yeah. we're all like, oh, crap, it's just like how we were when we were kids. Let's buy it again. When yeah. when Transformers, the first one, was was coming out, there was a line in, in Penny Arcade about it. He's, he's like, I really appreciate you know Hollywood trying to repackage my youth and sell it to me. And and that's what it is. It's like, oh, you're well, a kid. Here's this nostalgia thing that you now have disposable income to be like, oh, here's all the toys I ever wanted and and to throw money at. So, yeah, that's, oh yeah, that's, and that's, that's funny you mentioned that. That's me throwing money Actually, at the Transformers. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The toys definitely. anyway. I mean, I'm buying those all those Combiner Wars ones. They got me hooked. I don't blame Transformers. Transformers started out as a toy before it was a TV series, correct? It was sort of like it was, both. It was both, one of the first of the, of the yeah. TV series that were made to advertise the toy. Yeah, exactly. So it's just falling in on Thundercats, which I think was the original. So they kind of had. Yeah, I think you're right. They kind of had both. It was sort yeah, of. Yeah, like used my communications same, degree. Same thing, you know. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> he used his degree. For one so, thing. I, does anyone remember like eight years ago when they tried bringing back Jax? game they tried to bring it back really hardcore they were like this is ultimate jacks oh my god throw it against the wall what do you do you catch the ball oh my god (laughs) and then they did the same thing with like dreidels and then like what were what was those bakugan like the tops what what are pots coming back totally did for a split second yeah for a split second back in like 2009 2010 something like that but they have been trying to rehash stuff and repackage it a lot I think that they're just a lot more successful at it now because of things like 
you know, the comics industry and Transformers especially. Definitely yeah. Transformers. Yeah. And I and I can't wait. I mean, I hear there's one more Michael Bay and then they're letting it go to somebody else and we get our finally our Gen 1 reboot. <clears throat> yes, it will oh. still have uh, Peter Cullen. I don't know. I, I bet <laughs> I bet he'll be out by then. That would be slightly tragic. You know what? We may not have had Christina this whole time. Hold on. Let's try to get she's her She's been texting a little bit, yeah, but she let's... is saying like she's just losing us. Let's let's try to get her back. Hello. Oh, Christina. Yeah. Yes. Christina is her one and only name. <laughs> <laughs> Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Okay. But do we still that have a good Dean? existential question? I was calling you all horrible names and you didn't hear it, so thankfully that was awesome. Oh, I all right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's nothing I haven't heard before, Christina. You've never met my father. <laughs> no, I'm starting to worry about you, man. Yeah, yeah, Tyler. No, we, man, it's we, all we, good. We, Therapy we, has helped me out in many ways. <laughs> we have something we need to talk about before. Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. It's a safe place, Tyler. Starts, I have a lot of brownies. It's We're totally just the cool. three of us and the entire internet. Pretty soon he'll start <laughs> he'll start dressing up like an otter and going out at night to escape uh, or to fight crime, right? What? <laughs> I have no idea. I can't. Oh, guy, can you imagine the puns? Now it's your turn to ruin my idea, Tyler. See. <laughs> You water, sure, stop robbing that bank. What the heck are you talking about, man? I don't know. He's like, yo, that's a really good idea. Yeah, dude, I'm going to do that now, dude. Dress up like um, an otter and fight crime? You know otter what? Man. That's easy to do these days. Otter man. So, There's way too many onesies out there, so I'm going to get one now. Thank you. Yeah. See? I'm wearing all BB-8 today. My, 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 uh lounge pants are bb8 my shirt's bb8 i was like i'm i was like i'm bb8 man i just need to have the bb8 oranges i just need a cape <laughs> hey and this fits in with things coming back the other day i saw under ruse in the store <laughs> i have pictures i gotta tweet those out again i forgot That's about it i saw those well, in well, hot topic after that laugh. trailer under ruse exactly. is gonna be back was... in like sorry you know sorry it. sorry dean go again uh the after that trailer, Underoos are going to be back in a big way. Like, <laughs> that's happening. What were you going to say, Mike? Oh no, I was I was saying the same thing. I was wondering if they, if they timed the uh, Civil War trailer with you know if if it was some sort of weird marketing tie in there just to just to just give it an extra punch. I'm not quite sure. I see. So, some brand manager for for whatever makes Underoos is just like ecstatic right now they've done nothing for 30 years now <laughs> yes my day has come <laughs> the light he's like i see light again it finally happened yeah and speaking of captain all that captain america's back with civil war that... i have so many things to say right now it's so many where do you even start <laughs> well i personally thought that there, those teasers and the little, and then that trailer, that that big long trailer that dropped the other day was just freaking awesome. I mean, what about I, you guys? Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm so get excited for this movie. I mean, I I want to argue that, I mean, based on the trailers, I'm thinking this could be one of the best Cap movies they've done, the best of the best. I mean, and that might mean that it went, it's going to end up going like three, two, one for how good the movies are in the Captain America series, right? Don't you think? Right. 
They've been getting better as they go, is what I'm saying, right? Well, I'm I, and and I think the thing... Typically, yeah. <clears throat> I, I think the I thing like that really... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dean first! Dean first! Okay, John, moderate. Um, I, the thing that's, that stands out to me and why I think it's, it's going to be the best of the bunch is it eliminates the two biggest problems that the Marvel Universe has, which is that it doesn't have compelling villains. And so obviously there's some bad guys, Crossbones is in it, all of that sort of stuff. We'll see how Ross plays into a whole thing. But by vilifying essentially or making people pick sides within the Avengers and within the MCU, like it gets rid of the need to have this huge compelling villain because most of these Marvel villains have been pretty underwhelming. And then... Every one of the standalone movies, the issue is, well, why don't you call the Avengers? Why don't you call the Avengers? Why don't you call the Avengers? And even though everyone watching it understands, like, well, yeah, you can't have RDJ in every single, you yeah. know, 12 movies. You can't afford to do that from a practical sense, but you're still watching a movie going, yeah, you've got 12 dudes who could who could come in and just kick ass and solve this problem in 10 seconds. And yeah, like kind Ant-Man. Of- Exactly. I was there during Ant Man going, call the Avengers. <laughs> call the Avengers. Call the Avengers. Call the Avengers. And so now you have all the Avengers in, in there, and it's a problem that they can't solve, that there's nothing external that you can necessarily bring in. Yeah. So that's why I'm looking at it going, okay, this is going to at least not worry about the two largest problems that the MCU has. And I liked that, uh, you, you know, they even showed, speaking of Ant-Man, they showed all the tertiary characters, like Ant-Man will be in it, if not for, like, the whole movie, at least during some of the battles. They showed Spider-Man at the end of the trailer, like, shoot, well, didn't he grab Cap's uh, shield or something and flip it yeah, up? Yeah, I grabbed Cap's shield. Yeah, and they, so that was cool, seeing him. And I was that trying was, to pick I, out I, the voice. Who was it? Did anyone, could anyone? So it's the dude has been uh, cast pretty recently. His name is, like, Tom Holland or something like that. Okay. Um, And he's kind of like a... a He's, he's not really well known at all. I think he's done like one other film, but I'm kind of excited about that just because a, uh, a no named actor, no disrespect, you know, is probably something that we need right now because we've had people like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield who are both really talented. But, you know, I think so, that it, so with it, the success. Do you th- I wonder sorry, if they're going to have Spider-Man in the movie and just sort of finally take for granted that everyone at this point pretty much knows the whole backstory of how he became Spider-Man and just they'll just sort of bring him in. Rather I'm than, hoping so. Yeah. That's what I've yeah. heard they're doing is is that he's just Spider-Man and he's just there. Good. Well, because they already hinted at the end of Ant-Man like, hey, we've already got a guy who crawls on walls. So I think that they're just going to jump into it and just go like, hey, you guys know it. Later. Oh, yeah. Did they really drop that line? I missed that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right at the very end. Huh. So here's my only issue, because I literally just saw this trailer, and I was very excited to see Spider-Man, because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, of course. But and Black Panther, jeez. he was. No, I'm so pumped about that. Yeah. I'm also, did you see they just released uh, images for the new comic? No, I did not yes. see that. It's awesome, and they showed all the variants as well. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to pick it up. Yeah, I'll have to go on and run down and look at it all up. Check out Ta-Nehisi Coates. He, I don't know anything about him. He's not written anything before, but this is going to be his first comic that he's written. I think that's why it's going to be a big deal. But okay. uh, I digress. Um, here's the thing I think about with this trailer. Again, like I said, I was really excited, but I kind of wish I didn't see it because I feel like it kind of spoils like, everything. <laughs> Too much in it is what you mean, yeah. You mean everything yeah, in that no, go ahead. You mean by everything? You mean like that everyone's in it, or because I, I'm just looking at it myself, I can't really tell 
Well, granted, I haven't read the comic books, um, so I'm not entirely sure what's going to be causing all of this stuff. But it seems like there's a, the, the story itself seems to be kind of vague from what I can see. I think that that's a very good point because, I mean, like, I've, I've read the Civil War storyline a couple different times. So, I mean, I already know, but I'm, and I'm it's, hoping it's, that they're going to stick to the original. I think they're going a slightly different path. Yeah, I, mean, I think it, to me it feels like a little bit Watchmen flavored, you know, where mm-hmm. the heart of it is going to remain the same, but they've they've changed some stuff. You know, the inciting incident is different. Marvel doesn't own the na- rights to the negative zone, so that's not necessarily Prison 42. You know, Spider-Man's right. role in Civil War seems to be more what Black Panther is doing because Spider-Man wasn't going to be in it originally at all. So right. Yeah, so you know, I, I think it's similar in flavor with a little bit different components. My concern strictly is just I don't think people really I think there's a lot of people I think who have who've said that they they think it's the most important thing that's come out of like Marvel in years and I agree because of like the time period that it came out uh, you know in what was it like 2006, you know, and it's still fresh the wounds of the Patriot Act and everything and I, you know, the importance of the political uh, tones in the storyline, I think, are very important because Iron Man's not necessarily in the wrong. Captain America's not in the wrong, but everyone wants to make Iron Man the villain in this yeah. you know, storyline. Everyone wants to say, you are the bad guy because you are on that side. And I don't think it's that, that simple because Mark Miller had made it very clear that he wanted the story to be uh, – you can see one side and then see the other as well. You know, you're, right. you're not going one guy is for sure the bad guy. You're you're saying I can totally see both sides. Yeah, I choose the side, but I, I still see why this person thinks this way. Right. And I think that they're going to try to avoid. I don't, I don't think they're going to do that in the movie, honestly. And I think that's a mistake. Huh. So it'll yeah, just I'll, be, I'll you be think they'll just be like, that. sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Dean. Go, no, go ahead, John. I was going to say, is it do you think it's more like just going to be a background thing to kind of kick it off because it's like i do hear in the preview they talk about the registration act and all that stuff and but you don't think it's going to be a big part of it they're not going to like they're just going to use it to kick off the thing and then explain you know because they also talk about the new york destruction and stuff like that like these heroes are getting out of control when they're destroying things but you don't think that registration act is going to be like a big it's just going to be like a a little thing i think think you said it's going to be no go ahead uh, well, yeah, no, I, I, for my part, I think it's it's a big thing, but I, I think because it should be a big thing is what I think, but right, and I, I think it is, and I, I'm, I'm kind of with him because the whole point of the story is that it's it's sort of ambiguous and a gray area where there's not really a good solution to it, and so you need to be able to see both sides. But we're watching a Captain America movie, so Cap kind of has to be the hero. Oh, I see what you're saying. Exactly. Okay, I, you know, I, get, so it, exactly. I get it. I get it. I get it. Like, get are they making saying. Iron Man out to be a bad guy instead of, uh, wow, I really see both sides of this issue as I as get, the I get what you're saying. Leader. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I see, I see. No, 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 no. Do you remember how Civil War ended? And I'm not going to spoil Oh, yeah, I know. How... And I don't think they can end it that way, right? I think that they have to. I think that's how this movie is going to be really? the best one of the Cat movies. Absolutely. I think so. Because, huh. absolutely. Because, I mean, think about it this way. If you're, if you're, Going into this all-out war and it ends just the way that does in the story in the original story by Mark Miller, that is how I, in my opinion, how you end a perfect story. Like yeah, that. it was great. That to me, yeah. Was, oh. 
Because and the other thing that that has to happen in in this and then basically over the Thor movie or movies that are coming out, I don't remember if there's one or two, but this is really serving to set up Infinity Wars too. True. Really? Yeah. I, I guess I could see a little bit of part of that. Yeah. So I again, like, it's really hard to say anything without saying, you know, talking spoilers of what actually happens in the comic books and what I think is going to happen in the movie. I don't know. Maybe we should just do that since it's not out yet, and I don't know for sure. But, but I think they have to do take certain beats from the Civil War, a to make Tony not a complete villain, and to set up Infinity War. Huh. Absolutely. Okay. There's another thing I think that people don't really take into consideration is the political implications of take look at the year that we are in right now, and look at the political campaigns that have been going on right now. And I think, honestly, the timing was intended, very much intentional, but I, I don't think that we really expected things to sway this way with, with <laughs> for example, Donald Trump being yes. a, a candidate. Yeah. You know? And I, I right. think that, you know, you look on, on anything, you look at movies, you look at music, you look at video games, and, you know, we reflect the art that we see. It doesn't matter if it's, a movie that we saw 20 years from 20 years ago or a movie that's going to be coming out soon or a video game that really influenced us. We are very much influenced by these things. And I mean, you, you watch a music video, you go, Oh, that guy's really cool. I want to try to wear his clothes. Or the same thing's going to happen. Or, with or like can this. I do that hairdo or something? Yeah. I see what you're saying. Exactly. And I think that this movie coming out during this point, if they can balance that out will be very important because I mean, look at the riots that happened in Chicago recently. Yeah. Did you guys hear about that? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cause, like cause I just of heard him about visiting, that. right? Yes. And I mean, <laughs> there's a bunch of people who's you know swaying like, oh my god, Bernie Sanders, and then most of them are old hippies, obviously. So there's they're just like kumbaya, man. And then there's one person <laughs> who's just like, heck no, punch. And yeah. then that whole thing broke out. Yeah. I think that having that kind of balance in our art is essential because we can look at that and go, huh. This makes me think of everything that's going on right now. This makes me realize that I can, I should look at the other side of things. I should look at this and go, you know, step outside of myself. Yeah. Because yeah. if we just sell it as, and I mean, I'm a person who, who's very democratic, but if we if we just sell everything as Democrats are nothing but right, we're nothing, we're, we're only uh, making things worse. Yeah. What, what were you going to say, Mike? Are you Mike, there? Mike, Mike. We lost him instead. Did we? we I was I was doing my hand raising kind of like Mike does with the Hello? little face. There you I, are. Oh, there he is. Ah, okay, there we go. All right. Sorry about that. Um, what I was going to say regarding Tony Stark or Iron Man being possibly the villain, I'm, I'm wondering if they're not really going in that direction, even though it is, like you said, a Captain America movie, so it, it seems like they might have to. Just the, the whole, and I'm only basing this on one line, that whole, or the whole one scene where he's like, you know, he's my friend, Tony, and Tony's like, well, so was I. And that kind of, at least sort of makes, at least in that particular clip, makes Iron Man a little more of a sympathetic character in that sense. So... It may be, it may wind up like we'll have to see. I guess wind up being more of a shades of gray kind of thing. Um, oh. I mean, but, sorry, but stupid book has ruined everything. <laughs> I think that as an actual term. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
<laughs> he did not mean that Captain America and Iron Man would suddenly go to the back room. Oh, and my God. So, maybe we should, yeah, now now someone out there is going to write a fan fiction. <laughs> Let Spider-Man you, you tell know you. that's already been written. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> He'll be like, bring the hammer down. <laughs> oh. And suddenly my child the, the has been regurgitated. And me, just... Okay, go ahead, Dean. Uh, the, the other thing that concerns me about that, and maybe this is just this their characters kind of advancing, is, you know, Tony's always been the wild child. You know, he was the one who, who bucked at the Avengers initiative. He was the one who who always was, you know creating Ultron, that sort of thing. And Steve has always been the, the more play-by-the-rules type. So there there's just a few things in that trailer even that just made me kind of go, this seems very not in character for the character who is delivering the line. So I'm just I'm very curious to see how they they handle that. And maybe it's just a little bit of, you know, Tony realizing he almost destroyed the world by creating Ultron and, and wanting to keep that from happening again. Um you know, and, and Cap's line of every time somebody tries to stop a war before it starts, like that seemed very not Cap to me. So uh, I'm kind of curious to see how they handle that almost role reversal in some ways. Yeah, it's um, which maybe they the try. What, what was that? Go ahead. No, yeah, totally. No, no, no. No, I was just gonna agree. I was just gonna say I think that's totally intentional. I think that's a really intelligent uh, 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 view. I didn't actually think of that. Yeah, because I think one of you, wasn't it one of you guys before that said that um, everything was always Iron Man's fault? Like if you go Not all me. the way, if you, yes. someone was saying if you go, maybe it was on a different show I was listening to, I don't know. But someone went all the way back and they were like, every bad thing that has happened since the beginning has been Iron Man's fault. It's been Tony Stark's fault in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can, can I jump in and say, um, uh, well, you all read that email. Where I made my confession. Um, but mostly in talking with friends. And I think I saw one. Um, Iron Man is just arrogant. So, I mean, in, it could be his fault. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, that's a good point. It, it, I mean, I think I'm, right. I'm pretty that's, sure that's I thought a lot has happened since I saw a movie, one of those movies. So my mind is just like, wait, did I see that or did I dream I saw that? Um, I don't know. I find just watching the trailer because I am excited to see it. I'll go see it. Although I've been instructed to do movie homework before I do. Um, I'm excited because watching their interaction and yeah, I agree with Tyler. I believe that they gave a lot away because I pretty much, you could just tell me in five minutes, well, he wants to do this to this guy and he doesn't. So they disagree. So they pick people to pick sides and they go at it. And here comes Spider-Man. Ta-da. Um, here comes Spider-Man. Here comes yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm, I like heavily actioned films, heavily action shows. Um, that's just my thing. So my take on it as someone who hasn't read the comics nor seen all of them, maybe one or two of them, um, it excited me to go. So there you go. Yeah. The only reason I, I think like, there's a few things though, that were, were left out that we're, we see a trailer and I think there was a lot of like, Oh, that gave everything away. 
And I think there's going to be a lot of stuff in the movie that we're going to realize it didn't give everything away because we still haven't seen Baron Zemo at all. And it'll and and Black, Panther, and Black Panther and um, and Spider-Man, now that he's in it, were very neutral in the comics. And and obviously the the kind of inciting incident or so it appears has a lot to do with Black Panther, which is why he ends up there. Oh, OK. It, you know, so the, in the comics, those are the two very voice of reason characters. So I don't think it's going to be as simple as that trailer makes it look, because in the comic books, there's there's side switching and there's other factors at play. Crossbones yeah. is in it. Where does Bucky end up fitting in it? There's a lot of it that I, I think is is looks very simple. And like we've seen the whole story from the trailers, but those trailers are cut from maybe five different scenes in that entire movie. Like if, if you watch yeah. the timeline, like you see the conference room of the Sokovia Accords. Now we see whatever prison 42, but just a little bit of that, the scene at the airport where they line up and fight and the scene where cat Bucky and, and Iron Man go at it. And that's it. That's five scenes. Yeah. Is all we've seen of that movie. I think that, before one of the reasons why I was so hesitant uh, about the movie was because the first trailer just revealed like, Oh, everyone's going after winter soldier is what I picked up from it. So I was like, uh -huh. Oh great. They're not even going to do the original story. But then they did a total, you know, redirect like misdirection with this latest one. Yeah. And now it's not that at all. So I'm wondering if they're just doing a campaign of advertising that makes you think that, you know, the story, but you don't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I think that's that's what it is. I think there's some stuff in there. I have my personal theories. I don't know if we want to yak about spoilers right now, but like I, I think that's it is they're they're trying to give away enough to be like, oh, God, I got to see this and I know what's happening. And then because everybody keeps making comments, the producers and you know directors and actors is just that this is the most emotional Marvel movie. That there's just a lot of stakes for it, and it just yanks you in 18 different directions. Yeah, I have. I awesome. I think it's going to be cool, and I'm and I'm like, uh, I hope that they have that kind of gut wrenching emotional pull and push on you, because I want to be feeling for one side at one point in the film, and then kind of rooting for the other side in the other in another part of the film, just because right. like what you guys were saying earlier. If they, have, if they do a good job and make you understand both sides, you should have that emotional tug of pulling back and forth because you don't know quite which side to root for because you understand their points so well. And they, uh, they, they need that to happen. Yeah. Because the first time Marvel has competition. So if Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad end up having a lot of emotional pull, which it, which it seems like they will... Like all of a sudden, it's Marvel becomes the boring one because there's never any stakes. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I think it's interesting too that we have Suicide Squad and uh, you know Dawn of Justice coming out at the same time. I think that's a smart move on behalf of DC because if one fails, the other one can back it up and save the movies that are coming out in the future. Because Fantastic Four was such a flop, and they still were like setting it up for a sequel. You know, yeah. and then they, it I wasn't until they just that recently idea, that they canceled though. it. Yeah. 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 They just recently canceled uh, uh, the green light to, to do the sequel for that one. But the reason they did it in the first place was just because, hey, we can do it anyways. <laughs> and we think it's going to be successful. I, I think that DC is pulling a smart move here and saying we even if one of them fails, we can still back up on the other one. Yeah. 
I kind of think yep. their uh, Suicide Squad is their like answer to Deadpool, oh. and then the uh, and then the, you know, this B- Batman v Superman was is is leading to their answer to the Avengers and that whole thing, because yeah. the difference between these are, is is going to be that um, you know the the endings like this one you know we all know already that Batman v Superman it'll end with them forming the Justice League because they'll have a common threat by the end of the movie, and uh, true, so um. But we don't know really what the repercussions of Civil War will be, you know, because they really haven't tried to show that part in the trailers, you know. True. They haven't showed That's if it's true. like we're going to see the comic book ending or if we're going to see some kind of thing that reunifies them as a common enemy, you know. Mm-hmm. But question, is there really an answer to Deadpool? Like a comparison to me? <laughs> no, there just definitely is not. I I would watch well, that movie a million times over. My God, I love that movie. It was so fantastic. Everything about it was, it was amazing. So the, was there's actually two characters from DC, I think, that are comparable. Well, there's wasn't that one, the, the bug guy? Wasn't he kind of... Well, Ant-Man? Did, Deathstroke, oh, did Deathstroke ever break the wall, though? No, he didn't. But he, uh, uh, Slade Wilson <laughs> was actually created be- uh, before by Marv Wolfman, and then... That's Wade true. Wilson was created after they, by the same but, guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't really know of any fourth wall breaking characters in DC, but I think the only one that was comparable before was like Lobo, as far yeah, as like yeah. kind of cockiness and everything. Well, but, the, well they, yeah, there's definitely not. What about the bug guy who they sometimes now have like either catching you up in the beginning or has that weird news station at the end? He breaks the fourth. Oh yeah. What the heck is this? Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's Channel 52 bug. Uh, I can't remember what he but well, he was a villain of some sort. He or, was or, it? What? Well, yeah, when he was created. Yeah, but now he's like some. They've just turned him into some crazy. But he, so he kind of breaks that fourth wall by like catching you up and doing those funny things at the end of their comics. Yeah, and they've taken a lot of the villains that are just not very popular, like Calendar Man, and turning them into you know comical relief. Yeah, I think that's yeah, smart. yeah. I would watch a lot of the comical relief, hence why I loved Deadpool. <laughs> That, I'm sorry, that, was, that movie made me very happy. <laughs> that was so fantastic. Do you guys know about uh, how it should have ended, like that YouTube series at all? Yes. Oh, yeah. He's been getting into Absolutely love it. A couple of years ago when I discovered him, I, you know, Jason and I kept throwing videos back and forth. And now I, I saw one the other day, and I'm like, man, the guy's up to like a million followers or something. I'm like, jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, those He's committed to him. He's yeah. good. He is. You just sit there and watch how the movie should have ended, and you can just you literally like get sucked into a wormhole of I saw this movie, let me watch that one. Oh my god, and you start laughing. Oh that one. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. And this just <laughs> I love I love that site because I'll just literally sit there and laugh. Like it's like oh I just wasted ten minutes, but okay. Or it's an so hour because I watched it's like a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like ten minutes. Yeah. 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 I was. He released it. Amateur. <laughs> Yeah. But Did you guys see the Deadpool one? No, yes. I need to go watch it then after. It's like pretty it good, but he actually. doesn't have much to say. Yeah, yeah. I think he liked Deadpool too much. <laughs> he did, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I stayed to the to the very to the very end and that whole thing at the end that was hilarious. But I have I a didn't question. Get a chance to see it. You didn't? I didn't he... I had to leave the theater because I had to go to work. Oh man, um, it's not really much to give away. He just comes and does that whole Ferris Bueller day off bit, bit, <laughs> but in the in a, in the robe, and he's going, "Why are you still here?" <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then and then he goes away, and then he comes back. Seriously, no leave, you know. And then he says, "You know, we might have some more people come back for the next movie." <laughs> 
it that <laughs> I, that was just a, the best. I don't know my uh, my best friend. She was sitting next to me while we we're watching it, and she looked at me a couple times because I'm dying laughter. She goes, "You're enjoying the brains being blown out way too much," <laughs> and I was like, "I'm like, but the brains went everywhere." You know, <laughs> I, I'm I'm terrible because like I find that stuff like I did look away a couple times going, oh, you know, like, oh, sick, you know, but then I was like, yes. But sometimes they do it in part? a comical way. So that's why yeah. you laugh. You know, it's not just the blood and gore. It's done in a way that's like overly ridiculous. So it's that's why it's funny. Yeah. And, oh, absolutely. And I'm so about the dry, sarcastic humor of of uh, Deadpool, I mean, in your face, like, um, you know, just some of the stuff he said, I loved it. But real quick, can I ask a question? Did you guys watch the Ghostbusters trailer? I did. I did. I did not. I liked oh. it. Oh, I, I, I sat there and just went for a minute. I was going, okay. And then I was all, yes! <laughs> you know, like... I so like was, who they cast, so that's why I'm, I'm behind it. I, I do. I loved. I loved the I whole. I like who they cast. I've. I've honestly never seen the original Ghostbusters. I know I'm the like one person on the planet who hasn't, but I've never actually seen it. <laughs> okay, and on that note, we should just end. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, click. Bye. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> oh, that's that. Good job, man. I'm giving you points right now. You you, you get a treat. Golf clap, yay. Golf clap. That's strange, Dean. Yeah, you are in a very weird way. I know, I know. It's <laughs> a very weird spot. I've seen a million obscure movies no one has ever heard about, but I've never seen Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's okay, man. That quickly. Actually, quick question about the new one. I, I haven't been able to figure it out from the trailer, which kind of gave mixed messages. Is it is it a, re- a reboot, or is it a continuation? Continuation. <laughs> they say 30 years ago, some guys saved New York City. Now, 30 right. years later... A new group has taken up the call. So I think they're just saying that we know that stuff happened. We're not going to really make reference to it in the movie, maybe. But um, it did happen. I couldn't tell because it looked like in watching the trailer, they were just sort of creating the technology themselves. Yeah, everything I read about it. Well, I think they mentioned it because they mentioned something like... um, about like this is like what happened 30 years ago or something like the, yeah. one of the girls right, had a line that, in the trailer where it said oh, okay. something to do with um the the past the event or whatever okay see i only I, remember hearing uh the 30 years ago stuff being in the voiceover so i figured that could be just marketing i wasn't sure yeah so. yeah because they've always said it was gonna be a hard reboot ever since production i think it pretty much i think it pretty much is a reboot but they still kind of acknowledge that the old stuff happened and I think they're just going to make very little mention, if anything at all, in the movie. Like I said, that one line might be all there is, you know? Yeah, I like that um, you see slime in the... Yeah, you see the same slimer. Yeah, Yeah, that guy. And okay. then um, I like the beginning where the the <laughs> the female poltergeist is, is, you know, they're going up to talk to her. And she's, uh, well, she yeah. looks, they're like, she looks nice. And <laughs> <laughs> she just slimes her and she goes, I've had Slime in every crack imaginable. And I just died. I was like, yeah. It gets everywhere. <laughs> I have kind of been avoiding watching the trailer just because I, I saw the Civil War trailer and I was like, mm, 
I, I don't want to know anything about Ghostbusters. I want to go into this completely fresh and yeah. be very excited. About that's it. a good that's a good choice for I this just, movie, I think. Yeah. I just wanted to see what they were doing with it, and then because I watched Civil War trailer, Ghostbusters, and then I watched uh, the Daredevil. Oh, once that looks because good. I, I, oh, I, I love so great. Oh my God. Punisher. I, I about climbed out of my skin. I was like, the first season one's good. This one's gonna be even better. I'm not I'm not right? a big I'm not a big Punisher fan, but I gotta say he looks awesome in this one. And um really if they nice. if they fit him in the way that my imagination is fitting him in, I think this is gonna be cool. I, I really do. do. Not like, because he not almost like... looks like a true vigilante. It seems like that they're going and it's almost like Daredevil's like I have to go after this guy, but he's killing only bad guys. You know what I mean? Like, right? Right. Yeah. I just don't like I love that they the cast new him. headpiece. You don't like the Daredevil headpiece? The new one. I liked season one's better. This new Is one looks cool. Little... In... No, Mel. Maybe. I don't, like... I don't know. It's the thing right at the uh, head, eyebrow Is area. Is it like too techy? Like too techy or something? Yeah, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I was like, oh, that's odd. But it's okay. But I'm, I'm still, that's just the only thing for me. And I'm a girl, I look at that stuff. But um, but the well, whole... No, I completely understand. Costume design is very essential to movies like this. I mean, look at yeah. Spider-Man's new costume. Oh, it looks yeah. awesome. Yeah. It does. It does. Um, I, um, I'm so excited for Daredevil. I, I like, yeah, that's, that's, so I watched those three in prep to be able to say, uh, you know, <laughs> that's all I was going to say was, uh, yeah, the Daredevil one, that's all you do need to say is, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't want to see that big guy back, but that's fine. <laughs> Kingpin, does, or Kingpin? Kingpin comes back, um, reoccurring in, uh, this underground, the, the the lower parts of the city where a lot of these street level—that's what they call it—villains and, and and heroes take place. So you okay. will you will see him back if they don't bring him back in the second season. You'll see him back eventually. Now, yeah. I, don't ask me why I forgot his name. Probably because I'm tired. <laughs> we are judging you. And oh, sometimes but, what's cool is so. what's cool in those <laughs> comics is like with with like Iron Fist and and Power Man, and you got um daredevil and stuff is that a lot of times because they're in the same city as spider-man spider-man comes down and they end up teaming up and i i hope i just think it'd be so awesome if even for just one episode they got the the actor because he's a no name they don't have to pay him as much to do a a, a bit like like a little tiny team up with in on like an episode in one of these in one of these street level netflix things you know i think it'd be cool you should write really them awesome. and tell them do you think there's any chance that uh, Deadpool, not Deadpool, um, the, the Daredevil, do you think I would get that, we were talking about right now, uh, would show up in, in Civil War? Hey, it's possible as a cameo or something small. Or something, yeah. I mean, well, and, a, you never not, know. Not in Civil War, but there's been talk. Um, so the Civil War writer said the other day they basically haven't watched any of the MCU shows, and so none of that factors in. Somebody okay, asked them about okay. You know, does the Registration Act, how does that translate to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything? But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is kind of setting up towards that. There, There's some stuff going on there that is going to show that they're affected by it, but it's not going to be in Civil War. But they've said that in future MCU movies that some of these street-level characters might show up in, in future movies. Yeah, I think that would be really cool because then you would – more than just that conversational connection, you'd have the actual 
visual connection. Because I think it's awesome that like Thor and them are in the Captain America movie. You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, that to me, that's a big that's a big deal in films. You, you're not you're seeing sort of like the reverse crossover rather than all of them being in the Avengers. Now you're seeing Avengers and Thor who are in their own sets of movies coming into the, the Captain America franchise. You know what I mean? It's like actually a store in Civil War. Yeah, I saw him in the trailer. Oh, really? I missed him. I saw right Ant-Man. Yeah, I saw, I saw Ant-Man in the trailer. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was. I was I was really um like half like a, oh, a very small part of me was like okay will uh, uh I almost said Daredevil Deadpool I'm playing a mic here um, yeah. um show up Deadpool show up I'm like no this, this movie's a little too serious <laughs> well, different because, studio <laughs> yeah different studio yeah he he had it you know had to cut off body parts and grow them back just to come back so. Well, hey, guys, speaking of coming back, why don't we uh, all run out and we'll come back next time and continue talking about stuff on the Super Awesome Geek Show because we've been chatting for about an hour. And uh, any minute now, the door to the studio is going to open and some friends are coming over to watch. Uh, we're going to be starting our run on Walking Dead tonight. We have not been watching it. We've been waiting for it to binge it. I do not blame you and be very pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I stopped watching season five. I think we're gonna do uh, two or three tonight, and then uh, finish it up in a couple weeks. So, awesome. it picks up. It really picks up. Yeah, that's what I hear. I hear there's zombies. There's there might be one or two zombies. zombies. One or two, I've heard. Nah, yeah. nah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not too many. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's all shuffle our way out of here. <laughs> Shuffling. <laughs> Shuffle. <laughs> we'll see you later on the Super Awesome Geek Show. All right, click. Bye. Okay. Get out. <laughs> That's hilarious. You get a cookie. See you guys later. All right, bye. And now, the thing you've all been waiting for, it's time to get your geek on at the con. Today we have very special guest, Phoenix Jones, our own hometown superhero. He's part of the Rain City Superhero Group here in Seattle, Washington, and they actually work with the police to help fight crime. Pretty cool. All right, let's see what Phoenix Jones has to say. Matt Jet City Show in Tacoma. And Phoenix Jones is here, the one and only. Hey, tell us a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, um, I'm Phoenix Jones. I'm the leader of the Rain City Superhero Movement. It's a citizen crime prevention group. We go around Seattle with uh, awesome bulletproof superhero suits and stop bad guys. So, <laughs> Just like real superheroes. Just like real ones, without all the cool genetic mutations. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you had some, would you, would you, would you like that? Man, I've thought about that. If I had a superpower, it would be to be able to reverse time and replay things. Because then I'd never not solve a crime. I'd be able to fix all this problems, just reverse. That's true, yeah, yeah. Just be reverse. Hey, is there social media people can follow you on? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, my website is at the Phoenix Jones. My Facebook is at the Phoenix Jones. My Twitter is at the Phoenix Jones. And my Instagram is at the Phoenix Jones, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> How'd you get started in this, man? 
Uh, someone broke into my car, and uh, my son got hurt in the process, and the police really weren't doing anything. So I uh, spent a lot of my money, and I subpoenaed the traffic cam footage and followed this car that, until I figured out who did what, and uh, chased the dude in the woods, beat him up, stole his wallet, uh, bought a whole bunch of cheeseburgers for homeless people, and it kind of spiraled out of control from there. Wow, wow. <laughs> and now you've got a comic book out. Yeah, this is a crazy one because it's, a, it's an open murder case. I was uh, on patrol, and a woman got got murdered and I, I chased the suspect and I didn't catch him and uh, whenever I get a chance to kind of bring awareness to the, to the, to the fact the murder is unsolved, I do. So this is an interesting, it's a, it's a bittersweet thing because I thought to myself, if I'm going to only make one, right? you never know if it's gonna, you're going to make more, right? I want the one I make to at least stand for something for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Cool. And I, since I'm a geek show, I always like to find out what are you currently geeking out about? Man. <laughs> All the Dragon Ball Z movies that are coming out for like one day only. <laughs> yeah, I'm like driving around to like Vancouver to watch these one day only Dragon Ball Z videos, man. So that's what's up. I see. All right, cool. Well, hey, thanks a lot for giving me a little bit of your time. Anytime, brother. You having a good show? I can't complain. I mean, it's been pretty basic. I mean, and I've sold like 10 or 15 comics. That's great. I was, you know, when you do an endeavor like this, it's not what people expected. It's not a super heroic comic book. It's really what happened. Yeah, so I wasn't yeah. sure people wanted to know. Yeah. They're like, I mean, it ends with me crying in the shower soaked in blood. Like, it's not a good story. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's good that you're bringing awareness and, uh, you know, out there on the streets and helping the police and getting things done. Absolutely. I think there's a way to help people in a non-violent manner. And I think a lot of the police and just a lot of organizations these days, if they had better training, they wouldn't hurt nearly as many people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never shot anybody. And I've taken down, I think, 26 gunmen. Wow. I don't even carry a gun. Cool. Yeah. All right, brother. Yeah, a nice shield. That's what it is. Yeah, dude, this thing was expensive. <laughs> Did you see that thing? Did oh, you feel yeah. It? Yeah, I didn't pick it up yet, but... This thing's for real. Wow, that is good. Yeah, that thing's 11 pounds, rolled steel. It sucks. <laughs> you ever try to throw it like Captain America? All the time. I have, I, one guy was running for me, and I launched it at him, and it went, like, right by him. That's the closest I've ever been to actually catching anybody. I tried, though. It was one of those moments I was like, I could be a legend, and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later, all right? You got it, brother. Yeah. Enjoy. You've been listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show with John Adams, Jason Rigdon, Eric Locke, Matt B., and Rob Clifford. The Super Awesome Geek Show is part of Kingdom of the Geeks. We put up new episodes every Friday. You can find us on iTunes and on the website at superawesomegeekshow.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash superawesomegeekshow. Follow us on Twitter at awesomegeekshow. And if you'd like to help, you can support us on Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash superawesomegeekshow. Or make one of the purchases of our fine toys, art, and collectibles on the eBay store, stores.ebay.com slash kingdomofthegeeks. All your support does help, and we really, really appreciate it. If you'd like to be on the show, just contact us, superawesomegeekshow at gmail.com. Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks a lot for listening, and see you next Friday on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Super Awesome Geek Show!